You're listening to Elevate Your Endgame, episode 29, Turning Pandemic Pain into Gain with Berna Thorin. Hi, I'm Cam, and I help empathic and intuitive leaders find their confidence and step into their authenticity. And I'm Megan. I help people in their 20s find their direction so they can create an intentional future. We are two life coaches teaming up to teach you how to manage your mind and empower you to transform your life. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Elevate Your Endgame with Cam and Meg. Today, we have a very special guest for you. One of my coaches, her name is Berna, and she is amazing. She is the Instagram queen, and she is has taught me so much about how to, as you guys have probably heard on the podcast, your girl was a teacher had no no business background, no sales, no marketing background at all. And Jordana, who was our last podcast guest, worked with Berna and was like, hey, notice you might need some support in the business world. Can I help you? This is my friend Berna. She's amazing. You would love it. And so we worked together for a mastermind that she has. And now we work together one-on-one. And she's just awesome. And this pandemic has hit everyone really hard. I know that if you're out of, you are out of the pandemic listening to it now, but when we were in it, man, it was a lot. And Berna went through a lot and she'll share her story with you. But going through the pandemic, what we want you to get away from this episode is that like, there can be massive growth in something like this. So Berna, I kind of give you a little intro, but hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And wow, that is just such a nice introduction. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So Berna, I'm curious, like how and why did you become a coach? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I honestly sort of like I don't want to say fell or stumbled, but for lack of a better word, honestly, like stumbled into it. Um, I was, so I started my photography business last year in February. So February of 2020 before the pandemic hit. And um, I was a sales rep at the time and I really wanted to leave that job and pursue photography full-time, which is quite the dream while we're experiencing a global pandemic, but I worked my butt off all summer and, um, applied everything that I knew about Instagram sales and marketing, um, taking from my sales background, you know, the experience of a sales rep. And also, um, I owned a business with my friend in 2019, where I did social media account management for small businesses. So I learned a whole bunch about Instagram marketing through that. Anyway, I applied that knowledge to my photography business and I was starting to be noticed by other photographers, both in Winnipeg and other cities, like people that I had met before. And they were asking me to meet, to pick my brain about how I was able to book clients. And so I would, I would meet with them. It would be like an hour meeting. We'd grab coffee. I'd tell them everything I knew. And then, um, I would notice that they didn't really do anything about it. And 
I was like just giving away all this stuff and having it not go anywhere. And so I um, decided to create a course with everything that I knew, something that could hold people accountable and teach people everything in a, in a tangible way. And um, I launched it coincidentally, like it wasn't intentional at all. Um, at the time that we went into our um, first lockdown in Manitoba in November of 2020. And that's how I became a coach. I feel like that's a long story. But yeah, that's how I got into the coaching side of things. Well, oh, that's fantastic. Super yeah. Impressive. And I feel like for you, it's like, you said that like leaving to do photography was a dream. So it's like, that is like something that you dream of. But I don't think that one of the things that I've been learning is like lots of people don't know how to dream in this world. They don't know how to like figure out what that goal is within themselves. And like, so what motivated you to do photography first? And then, cause we kind of heard about the motivation behind your, your coaching and your sales, but what motivated you to do photography? Yeah. Um, so with photography, I sort of had my own personal transformation that I experienced through boudoir and empowerment photography. I've always been, been passionate about photography, but, um, after I had gone through a breakup in 2018, I was feeling very like low, lacking confidence, lost, didn't know who I was. And so I leaned into my love for photography and I stumbled across this post that someone had um, shared on Instagram. And it was like this beautiful, sensual photo of this woman in her room, like in her lingerie laid out on her bed. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to try that. So I set up my yeah. camera and poured myself a glass of wine, like had a little date night and took a bunch of photos. And I was just like, amazed by how they looked and I had no idea that I could look differently like mm. me, who I felt I was at that time like my body I had no idea my body could look differently than how it did when I would just you know like take a mirror selfie or whatever um so that's what I felt super passionate about this transformation and I incorporated it as um a form of self-care like so it became one of the tools in my little self-care toolkit that I would pull out if I ever feel like I'm down or even even when I'm feeling like high and elevated um it's something that I use to just celebrate myself and kind of honor my space and I say like honor and celebrate your mind body and soul so um, that's what got me into photography. And I was like, I want to give this to as many people as possible. Like so many people need this experience. So, well, and like, so just like to pause for a second, a trend that I'm seeing is that for you, you take things that make you better as a human being like your business for like helping people in sales and the empowerment photography, two things that really have served you. And a lot of times I think that as a society and as a culture, we think that we need to keep those things to ourselves. I think a lot of the time it's like, um, I 
don't want to share, like, especially like in America and you're in Canada. So it's like, it's a very like me focused community and society. And I think that it's beautiful because you sharing the things that light you up inside, the things that bring you joy, the things that truly are like your truest form of expression you've given to other people and now they can thrive and you are like receive it's like such a beautiful cycle of like receiving and giving your gifts and I just want to applaud you for that oh thanks so much that's so kind yeah I feel like it's it's an illusion that we're like only self-serving I feel like for us to actually thrive and like enjoy things fully we you know, need to share them. Um, so yeah, I'm a firm believer in like, as soon as I learn something, I want to share it. I'm like, everybody should know this. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you though. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, and I love, I mean, what you said was absolutely beautiful and just thinking about the impact that that has on other people mm-hmm. and I'm all about like spreading positivity and all the good vibes and like as you're talking I'm just seeing like light being spread to like every single person you interact with and it's mm-hmm. it's just amazing oh that makes me feel so good that's exactly how I want people to feel when I um interact with them and share everything I know I want them to feel like they're like being lifted up and loved. So I love that. Awesome. So what, so with the photography business and then moving into coaching and sales and marketing, like what are some of the obstacles that you ran into, especially over the pandemic, like you personally, and like, what are you seeing with your clients? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many. (laughs) I'm like, what didn't I run into this year? Um, I think like a lot of the obstacles were from, um, you know, the pandemic and like things that are just totally out of your control, which is, is both, you know, a challenge and a blessing in disguise. Like, um, I think that, if I learned anything this past year is like how to push through and like keep going. And, um, but I think that that comes with having a strong belief in yourself and what you're doing. And so something that I noticed, um, with the coaching side of things and helping people grow their businesses at a time where growth was like, how do you even grow or do anything beyond your home? Right. Um, I think that was sort of the common theme that I learned from, or sorry, observed from everybody was just that, um, um, resilience and, um, you know, needing to the, the importance of needing to build yourself up and, um, work on your own mindset and um, supporting yourself as much as you can in order to push through and, um, you know, deliver your service and share your gifts. Um, So that was definitely something that I noticed with sort of a common obstacle that we were all, all 
going through simultaneously. And I've actually adjusted my course to support people better, like in their, with their mind and how they think of, you know, um, things as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say, and my biggest obstacle with photography was, you know, not being, having that totally taken away from me. Um, that was really hard. I lost my studio space. Um, I had to move out of my house. I had, I moved home with my dad for a couple of months. Like it really just sort of robbed me of a lot of things that I, I thought I knew and like loved about myself and my business. And it was just like, Nope, actually you can't have that right now. And so I think, um, that helped me like really, I, I feel like I'm coming out of this pandemic so much more, um, like mentally strong and also like, um, allowing myself to feel those heavy things. I think before the pandemic, I would distract myself, you know, and like, just be like, nah, we're not going to deal with that. Let's, let's going to come up later. <laughs> I don't know when that is, but this, <laughs> it was like, no, you're actually going to allow yourself to deal with this now. Like this is a lot and recognizing that. Um, and I, I hope to take a lot of those things. And I hope people I work with take a lot of that um, into post pandemic life or as we're phasing out of it. Um, just taking some of those things that we learned and incorporating it into um, life now. Yeah. Well, life. And like, as I think it's really interesting because you just brought up processing emotions and Jordana was on our podcast. We recorded it yesterday. It'll be like the last week's episode, but you worked with Jordana and she talked a lot about processing emotion and Jordana worked with you. So I did, this is just like a <laughs> tiny little like tidbit to be like, coaches need coaching and we love to like get support and help from other people. And it just makes everyone stronger. And I want to talk with like, I just want to have like, it, when you work with Berna, I just like it, especially like as an American, like we always view Canadians as like the kindest like people ever. And I just remember leaving our first session being like, and you said something to me that I'm going to say to you. And I was just like, they're just the nicest, wisest people ever. I like gushed about you to my roommate. I was so excited. But I want to compassionately offer. That's what you said to me. You were like, I just have a compassionate offer. And I was like, who says that? I was like, just really awesome, nice Canadians. It's like, this is the Not best. just an offer, a compassionate offer. No, she was like, just a compassionate offer. And so my compassionate offer to you is that like you were talking about how it was like you were robbed. It was taken away from you this whole situation with the pandemic and the, your photography business. But I want to, I, I feel like we all go through that moment where we make plans and it changes. Like it, everything changes. Everything that we have ever thought was in the cards is like no longer in the cards and you just have to like make it and rebuild. And what I want to compassionately offer to you is that like maybe the universe offered it, it was like, nope, this is, I know you thought this was the way that you were going to grow, but this like, isn't It's like, you're actually going to help people. And like, and because of that, it's opened up so many doors for you. So I want to hear about like, 
like now going through, I feel like it's almost an obstacle in and of itself that we're all experiencing. For, it's almost like we got used to pandemic life. We almost got used to the way that things were. And I just went into a coffee shop today and no one was wearing a mask. And I was like, ha, 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 this is weird. So how could you overcome like the changes to go into the pandemic? What's a way that like, and I also want to offer when I say that you're an, an Instagram marketing and sales coach, it, Berna does not ever really talk about the algorithm or the, the like what filters you should use or how to make, I mean, there are some like very tangible things in there, but it's all about mindset. Yesterday, we talked about all about how I felt when I was talking to people on Instagram and how I felt like, and we reshifted that. So it's like, yes, you do give the how, and yes, it is still marketing and sales, but you're very much a coach first, a mindset coach first, which I think is valuable. But yeah. Okay. So how are you overcoming the challenge of changing back after pandemic life was the question and all okay. that. Okay. Love that. <laughs> yeah. And also I do want to take a second to just say like, um, while I was having feelings of being robbed of that thing and like I allowed myself, I think it was important to allow myself to feel that, but I also totally recognized. And at the time I was working with, um, my previous business coach, Alexander, who's also really great. Um, but he helped me recognize that like, this is very much serving me and like, um, without it, I don't think I would have, or who knows what would have happened, honestly, I don't know. But, um, I think that it totally helped me get to the place where I am now. And I'm so, so, so grateful that I'm able to have both the photography and the coaching and like Instagram sales and marketing work. So yeah. Um, <laughs> you can have it all people. Compassionate offer. <laughs> yeah. Compassionate response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, so how am I responding to the change of like going back to real life? Like, cause now it's like, and I, we were talking a little bit before you got on, but like, I didn't even know that you had a podcast and it was like, there were so many things that like podcast or um, pandemic projects that began. And yes. like, so how are you overcoming and the obstacles of like returning to regular life? Are you prioritizing differently? Like what's going on? Yeah. So that's honestly been a huge adjustment for me. And in Manitoba, we're only just coming out of the pandemic. So um, things are reopening this Saturday at 25% capacity to vaccinate. Wow people so like we're behind in terms of reopening um but my photography has definitely picked up because I've been able to do that um throughout this time so it has been an adjustment because I'm now balancing both of the work and um I'm realizing that it's a lot together <laughs> so um, I'm like how do I do this I think um, next year I'm going to have to develop like a strategic plan, which I laugh now when I say plans, cause I'm like, <laughs> are you to think that <laughs> that actually stays? But um, I want to sort of open myself up, I think for photography and, and, and um, wean off the coaching for summers because that's when I seem to be busiest. I also love shooting in nature. So like, 
that's when I want to be focused on photos and then um, have my courses running through the fall, winter and spring. I think I'll do three rounds fall, like exactly that fall, winter, spring next year. Um, And yeah, it's a lot because I'm also revamping my course, which I'm super excited about. Um, I think September will be a really great launch, but I'm like, Oh, when are you going to have time actually? (laughs) And it's like, now you can socialize if you want to like the entrepreneurial, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What do I do? Yesterday, I like laid on my couch and was just like, how do I create more time? Like, do I, (laughs) do I eat while I walk Hudson? Like, how do I do it? Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Love that. So as you continue on kind of basically restructuring your business besides making more time, what is like the biggest thing that you'll, that you think you'll have to figure out on your own to make it work for you so that you can have the cake and eat it too? Oh, Cause I question. think that piece, like to me, that piece of having these two separate businesses, but being able to strategically work them both, like to me, that is so inspiring. And have a life yes. <laughs> and have a dog. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know. I'm still like, how do I do it? Um, so I think that's the biggest obstacle, but I honestly think, um, that I need to invest in, um, my business by either hiring somebody or taking some sort of coach or coach course (laughs) or program or something like I'm feeling like I'm um I'm feeling kind of resistance right now like with needing to grow but not having the resources myself Mm. um so actually I think that a way to serve myself and my business would be to invest back into um coaching or a some sort of course um and then, um, or <laughs> there are things that I think about, uh, I haven't figured out yet, but, or I've also sort of played around with the idea of having like, um, somebody work for me, like very casually. Um, and I'm thinking of maybe like offering, you know, to, for someone to take the course for free so that they can learn everything that I know. And then, help me with my, um, like run my, my stuff. Um, so it's funny cause I teach people how to run, run their stuff, but I'm like, I don't even want to run my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much when you're running a business and that's why social media account managers exist. And like, there's such a blessing. And now I'm like, okay, how'd you go from being the social media account manager and teaching this to hiring someone to do it? Oh, that's a good question. I was going to say that's like the entrepreneurial challenge. Debate. Dilemma. Right. It's like, okay, I built this. Now I want to scale. Yeah. In order to do that, I need to invest in other people and like- And myself. And I was going to say what it really came down to as, as you were talking and, and telling us those things is it really came down to investing in your own belief. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because going back to the why and something you stated earlier about really having that belief of and knowing what you want, relying on that to kind of draw you through that pain of growth. Because I mean, it's a growth pain, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think, um, especially, I'm not an expert on the pandemic. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, anything like that. <laughs> but um, I was doing some research recently and with the new variant of concern because it like spreads faster and you can, anyway, I highly suggest you research it um, because I mean, the pain of life is going to continue whether the pandemic is here or not. Mm-hmm. But totally. there's also a possibility of, potentially pandemic number two, if people don't take the courses that they need to. Yeah. And I think that like, also like you hit on something like they were both about investment. Like, you know, it's like the better you can get at investing in yourself, I think the better. So I was wondering what are there than any next, like you kind of hinted at like a lot of next steps about like the three tiers of your program. Are there any other ideas that you have? So you do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and photography or a group program and then photography. So what are there any other like next steps for your business post-COVID? Yes. So um, photography, I think will always stay the same. And like, I have heard uh, just to touch on that um, other wave of pandemic and like um, I'm, I think you're, you're talking about the Delta variant. Is that, right? I don't even know. I don't remember the name. I just know that okay. it, whatever it was, it was like upgraded to a variant yeah. of concern. Yes. Ugh. And people say that we'll sort of be in and out of waves of this for a, like a couple years or a few years or who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And I've also like something that's important to recognize is that with being an entrepreneur and being in business, there's always going to be like you said those pains or those obstacles COVID is just one of them like mm-hmm. it's not especially if you're growing and learning like nothing is smooth sailing and we're silly to think that we're also silly to think that everything goes to plan like this yeah. is <laughs> one of those factors that's showing us you know that okay this is how life will be as an entrepreneur COVID or not. Right. So like, um, I totally recognize that. And again, like I'm so appreciative of the online side of my business with the coaching and the courses, because I think that'll carry me through. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I am super passionate about like, um, self photography and I do, um, virtual shoots as well. So if we were ever to go so on cool. lockdown again, yeah, I could, I could keep that creative side going and, and my business could be running online with, with the courses that I offer and everything. So my focus, um, and, and what I hope to sort of grow with my business is I want to, um, like have a revamp of this, my Instagram sales bootcamp, um, and I want to teach that a few times a year. 
And in this next round, I want to record all of the calls so that I can um, develop a standalone course that people can just purchase and, and watch the videos and do it themselves and they don't get access to me. Um, and so those are the plans sort of for now of um, what I, how I want to grow and scale my business. That's so great. So what do you want listeners to walk away with in order to continue to elevate their end game? Ooh, podcast bug. <laughs> I love that question. Also love the name of the podcast, Elevate Your End Game. Oh, they- um, we do too. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, I just, I, I want for people to um, sort of like, have that if if you have any sort of inkling in yourself of oh my gosh okay one sec I'm going to mute myself (laughs) for the sake of sound oh my goodness you're fine so one of the things that I was I called my brother today and I was like I can tangent whenever so I called my brother today and I was telling him about how so I just moved if you guys are familiar with North Kakalaki I moved from Raleigh to Winston-Salem and I've never lived outside of what they call the triangle in Raleigh before. North North Kakalaki, North Carolina. (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) So in North Kakalak, this is what we talk about. And like, for me, I was like, for me to move to Winston to be with Nick was a big change for me. And I feel like I went like kicking and screaming, like nails dragging, like, just like Jesus, we need to like. It was just, and, and you guys all know because you've been with me through a lot of this journey, and you know, I, I it's like I'm very close to change. I'm not very open, so I'm working on being more open. And one of the things that you were talking about, Berta, that made me think of that was, um, like he was like Megan, you just have to be more flexible. And I was like, oh yeah, got to be more flexible. <laughs> really working on it. <laughs> I can do that easy. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, we were talking about what you want people to walk away with. Yeah. So I would love for people to, um, sort of like know that if they have any sort of inkling or spark or thought or feeling about, um, you know, knowing that they can do something bigger that feels beyond them or scary or, um, you know, people, might react a certain way is to listen to that and to also um, like really strengthen that. Yeah. Like belief in themselves and um, their gifts and things that they can share with the world. And also like, if you want to elevate your end game, I swear investing in yourself and in your business is the best thing you can ever do for yourself ever. I wouldn't be here, literally would not be here if I didn't hire Jordana um, in May of last year. And um, I would not have taken the steps to grow my photography business. I would not then have this course, like (laughs) invest in yourself. It's worth it every time. Oh, oh, I know they couldn't see chills. me, but I was like, I had my arms up. I was like, 
yes, can I get an amen for the people in the back? It was just like, that is just so true. And I was thinking about it today, like I have three coaches, two masterminds and two courses that I'm in. I'm like, wow. it's worth every penny. And that's, and I know that's not typically the way people do things, but it's working for me. And if you want to grow, support yourself through the growth because it is not easy. And if you want massive growth and massive change, and if you want to make a massive impact, you have to be ready to give a little too, which might be, you know what I mean? But the greatest investment you can make is in yourself. Every time you'll never like, you can never go wrong. It's like, you know, it's like you're investing in you. It's like, and that's, I think a foreign concept that I want to, a mental construct of our society that we are working to change all three of us, which is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) But like, Verda, thank you so, so much for coming on. You've been such an incredible coach for me. And I know that like everyone has gone through some shit this year and this pandemic, and it has been a lot. But through that, I feel like the, it's like you can turn it into something that you can learn and love. And I'm so proud of you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm, I'm so happy to have met you, Cam. And I'm excited. I'll have to find you on Instagram. I'm sure you are. You're on Instagram, right? I'm everywhere. He's okay. everywhere. <laughs> I'll have to connect with you beyond this because I just love like both of your energies in this. I felt so welcomed and like just good. It's been like talking to two friends. Um, oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is so nice. And um, I'm looking forward to when it comes out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you so much for coming on. We're so appreciative. Thank you all for listening. That is all we have for you this week. As always, remember that shining bright gives others permission to shine as well. Take care. Our goal is to give you the tools you can utilize right now to empower your lives. So go change how you show up in the world and go out and change the world.